is up, you beautiful bastards? Doc is here. Welcome to the Top Nog Podcast. I'm so glad that you could join me today. Hope you're doing all right. I'm doing pretty good, actually. Today, on this episode, I got some coverage for, uh... Why did I say coverage? Whatever. Anyway, I got some news for you. Newegg is now accepting Dogecoin. If you play FNM at home on the 23rd, you could go against Mr. Beast and win $25,000 on Arena. And there's a potential leak for Destiny 2 Season 14 from 4chan that we got to get into. Moving on from there, I got a little tip section. Uh, if you tend to get mana screwed playing Magic, you know, new to deck building, I want to try and help you out a little bit there. And also, I'm going to defend my love for trashy Isekai Harem series. You ready? I'm ready. Let's fucking go! <laughs> All right, now, as I was saying, though, um, Newegg is now accepting Dogecoin. It's through, like, their BitPay feature. I've never personally used it. But, hey, man, Dogecoin is going up in the world. Hopefully, that trend stays up. We can all be rich as shit. Hopefully, maybe. Let's see how that happens. That's pretty fucking cool, though. Oh, and as far as Dogecoin, here's my official endorsement. Buy it while it's cheap. It might not be a big return. Buy it while it's cheap. Because I want all of us to be loaded. All of us. That is all. <laughs> Moving on. FNM at home through Arena. Apparently they're doing a little collaboration with Mr. Beast. If you actually get on there and play all your matches on this FNM, I'm not sure if you have to win or whatever, but just fucking go on there, man. If you go against Mr. Beast, you're going $25,000. That is amazing. I had to sign up for this FNM thing myself. And try to get that 25000 I could do a lot with that shit. Like, man, I could do a lot. I could actually make my audio not sound like ass. Yeah, that'd be great. Do it. I don't have a whole lot of details for this, but that's basically it. They're kind of vague. Just, just go in, try to win, play all the way through. It said win or lose. Maybe you can lose and still get the money. I don't know. Just do it. Do it, do it, do it. There's two opportunities to win $25,000. Do not cheat yourself out of that money. All right, now. And then from uh, the Destiny subreddit, there's a leak from 4chan. Yeah. Anyways, an alleged leak about Destiny 2 Season 14 is allegedly going to be called... I want to say allegedly again. Anyways, going to be called Season of the Collectives. And the story revolves around a quote-unquote descendant Axis mine, Cronus, which is... Okay, look, it's similar enough for me to bring this up. Kronos, the collective mind. I'm just putting that in there. It's on Destinopedia. Walking away. Anyways, they are supposedly going to be able to harness the power of the Darkness Splinters and use stasis. And there's a whole storyline. I'll have the link to the uh, leak. That'll be posted in my show notes, and I'll link you to those. The Descendant and Precursor Vex have established citadels across the moon and the EDZ. We're supposed to be getting targeted loot, a new artifact, a new match-made three-player activity, which is going to happen in said citadels. And uh, we have exotics. Um, super good advice is supposed to be coming back. 
the Vex Mythoclast, which we already kind of knew, because, you know, how would they not with the Vault of Glass coming back? Anyways, that's pretty fucking cool. And a new linear fusion rifle called the First Tempo. I can't say that with a straight face. Anyways, let's move on right along. All right, and now I'm going to uh, try to be helpful. This is my attempt at helping you from getting mana screwed like I did in the beginning of playing Magic and building decks. I came from playing Yu-Gi-Oh, which has no mana system, and I failed to realize how detrimental it is to not balance that shit and how much of a pain in the ass lands can be. It's the greatest card game, in my personal opinion. But God, I fucking hate the mana system sometimes. Anyways, though, you can alleviate these woes and severe annoyances by following a little bit of advice by yours truly. If you are sitting down to play Magic and you don't have the lands that you need to play the cards that you want, there's a few points that you might be struggling from. Let's get into that now. You might be playing too many damn colors. I'm sorry to break it to you. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. But if the first few decks you build, you think, hey, you know what? All five colors are great. Let me throw that in there and just throw a few lands in. No, that's not going to fucking work. If you're going to make anything more than three colors, oh my God, maximum three colors work. You better have some damn good mana fixing. That shit's expensive too, so unless you're loaded, good fucking luck. I'd seriously recommend doing a two-color deck until you get the money and the know-how to build something better. Monocolor's a little weak. Sometimes it's great, but sometimes a little weak. Two-color, where it's at. Three-color, once you got a little bit of uh, mana fixing, it's fantastic. Unless you're god-tier, don't go above that, especially early on. On the next point, if you get a nice cool car a play set of cool cards you're like hey you know what would make that deck i have better these but i don't want to cut all the other cool shit i got in here oh man my strategy's so cool i spent so much time on it throw fucking island out who needs that shit you do do not cut your lands just because you found a cool card you're gonna lose you'll never play that card you'll be fucked You'll be sad. You'll cry. Trust me. On a similar note, don't add those cool cards without cutting something. Do not do this. Don't be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I have a deck of 97 cards because I just want to add everything that I think is cool in there. You're never going to be able to play anything. <laughs> There's no way you could have any kind of viable strategy unless it's some weird commander shit with 99 copies of fucking what is it relentless rats or some shit don't do that anyways off topic do not just throw the cards in if you found a really cool card that you want to put you're adamant not building a new deck you want to put it in the deck that you have now cut something else from it that that card could either replace or alter the strategy of the deck to accommodate that card you're not just going to throw a card in to a deck that you already have made and you already had the mana fixed up and set up and it's... No, just don't fucking do it. Don't. Also, stop underestimating the mana requirements of your splashed colors. You're like, oh, well, I'm just putting like one or two red cards into my mono blue deck. I'm sure I'll just play one or two mountains and I'll be fine. 
No, you won't. If you're playing one card of another color, say you have a, a mono green deck, okay? And you're like, hey, I want to play Lightning Bolt. And you put in one mountain? No, it's fucking dumb. If you have that one red mana symbol, you damn well better have at least four sources of red mana. Because otherwise, you're never playing the fucking thing. It's math. In fact, again, links will be to the whole little thingy thing that allows you to work out your equation on how to uh, determine if you have enough lands. And I'll also have links about Mana Curve and the professor at Tularean Community College. He's fantastic if you want to learn a lot of the stuff in depth. I'm just giving you the quick, harsh, hard love. Okay? So, don't play too many colors. Don't cut your lands out for the cool shit. Don't just throw all the cool shit together. Don't underestimate how many color sources of mana you need to match the color card you have. And learn how to use a mana curve and what it is. I'm not going to explain a mana curve. It's a deep theory. I'm not super fantastic at explaining. But I will give you the resources to learn and better yourself. Do that. I would say... You could do this and tie it into the whole FNM at home thing, but I'm not that clever. I think the decks are pre-made. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't done it, but I want you to do it because I want you to win that money and I want you to have a better time playing Magic. All right? All right. Let's move on. Okay. So, I think I might have sounded a little bit like an insufferable, pretentious douchebag. I am, by the way, but I don't want to sound like that. I'm going to rectify that. By trying to be a little bit more relatable. I'm going to put myself out there. And I'm going to admit. That I love. Trashy. Terrible. Isekai. Overpowered main character. Harem series. They are one of my favorite. Fucking genres. Come at me. They're so fucking good. They're shit. But they're great. You know why they're great? Because they're shit. You don't have to analyze the deeper meaning of them or anything like that. You can just embrace them for what they are. So I'm going to try and defend my love for this shit. Alright, I'm going to answer your question. I know you're thinking, does he really enjoy this garbage? Yes, I fucking do. SAO Don Machi in another world with my smartphone. Fucking hell, they're all so fucking fantastically stupid. They're, they're fucking wonderful, man. So, yeah, I fucking love this shit. I discovered this degenerate part of myself before. Oh, and uh, Omomori Himari, I think it is. That was one of my first original ones that uh, I didn't really watch the anime. Read the manga. Pretty fucking good. It's really good. Anyways, that's when I discovered, hey, you know what's great? A really stupidly overpowered character surrounded by bunches of bitches. It's so great, right? <laughs> it's basically just some ridiculous bullshit, but it's so good. Anyway, so yes, I fucking love this shit. Okay? Okay. Now, how could I? How could I love this hot, garbage, bullshit, not even slightly good content? Because it's fucking great. You know that moment when you're watching a fucking shonen or seinen anime, and you're like, hey... That was badass. That character did that awesome thing. He did that one awesome move. It was so fucking cool. Well, basically, with E-Series, you take that one moment and you do it over and over and over and over and over until it loses a little bit of its meaning. It's so good. 
And I'm only slightly being sarcastic because I actually really genuinely do love this shit. And then you take that character and you put him in a fantasy world. And if you like fantasy, holy shit, so do I. It's pretty fucking sweet. And what could you possibly do to improve upon the wonderful, cool main character guy with all the fancy abilities, the ultimate Mary Sue in a sweet fantasy world surround him by bunches of bitches and waifu bait. Oh my God. But seriously though, like I, I, I'm not even being funny. I mean, maybe you might find it funny, but I'm not being funny. It's so good to me. Like how not to summon a demon Lord. Wonderful. Love it. Um, SAO. I hate to admit it. I fucking love it. And no, not the arc. No, the original OG terrible bullshit. Granted, the abridge is better. The abridge is better, but it's still good. Yeah, let me just go on and elaborate on that. I've got you some recommendations if you are interested, and you should be. Is a uh, Don Machi. I already mentioned that. It's weird that so few people have actually seen this series because uh, I thought it was relatively mainstream. But apparently, so many people I know have never seen it. So maybe you haven't seen it. Um, the shortened form is Don Machi. Its actual name is Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? And uh, no, it's not, man. No, it's not. In another world with my smartphone is another terrible, stupid, wonderful series that is just so good. Um, Jobless Reincarnation. That shit is actually fucking fire. That shit's good. Like, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to spoil why it makes me feel uncomfortable. You can discover that for yourself. But it's actually still really fucking good. And then uh, Chivalry of a Failed Knight. It's not actually a harem series. It's a genuine romance. I'm counting it anyway. Um, I'm not summoning a demon lord. That shit's funny as fuck. Like, honestly, no bullshit. If you have not seen How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, go watch that shit. Like, stop right now. Pause this podcast. Come back. Come back to the podcast. But pause this shit. Pause it. Go watch it. I think it's either on Netflix or Hulu. It's on one of these, damn it. And so help me God, you better watch it. It's funny. It's cringy. It's great. It's not finished, but it's great. But <laughs> but one of the best things about the Isekai Harem series is legit. It's all the action. All the mild, etchy fan service. Sometimes not mild. Cute girls. Awesome moves cool fantasy setting and you can just turn off your brain just let your inner dumbass just enjoy it if you think about it too much you're gonna hate it but long as you don't think about it too much it'll be great and no i'm not talking about the good isekais there are actually some good ones no i'm talking about the pure trash the lowest of the low that's the good shit that's the shit that you just don't need to give a fuck about it's okay if you don't love it. You don't have to devote too much attention to it. You just enjoy the ride. That actually brings me to this point. I have a challenge for you. If you're listening to this and you actually found my dumbass somewhat amusing, then here's my challenge to you. If you haven't seen one of these series, go watch one of them. I'm going to create a Facebook group just for you. I'm going to link you to it. You're going to have a Facebook group. I want you to watch one of these series. And I want you to go there. And I want you to tell me what series you watched, how many of them you've watched, but what series you've watched, and what's your takeaway from them. Do you think they're good? 
Do you think they're terrible? Do you think I'm terrible? Let me know. I'd love to have your opinion. It means a lot. Alrighty. Anyways, I'm going to uh, insert a musical little number right about here. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Fuck is out, bitches. Sell to the riches by They wanna let the world decay They tell us lies and fade away Fade away We feel betrayed We were raised to lose the race Wake it to the back of the pack We kill it anyway Listen up, listen up now We're never dropping now Beat the hours, beat the big house Our brains are bigger than the doubt We've been thinking for ourselves Never let the truth fade away This is bigger than ourselves We won't let the world burn away